You love me, John Casey. I'm gonna kill you. And welcome to another episode of the Chuck Series Companion. I'm your host, the Jaystrom, and this show is all about the television series Chuck, my favorite show. Hopefully you love it too. Maybe you're watching it for the first time on Netflix, or maybe you've watched it many times because you love it just as much as I do. My mission is to cover every single episode of the television series Chuck. Right now we are on Season 2, Episode 9, Chuck vs. the Sensei. It's a great episode, but before we get into that, I want to remind you to go to chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. There you can find links to all the previous episodes of the Chuck Series Companion. And also check out my little blog write-ups of each episode where I provide links to songs and other recaps, etc. Also, send me some feedback. Send me an email at nimpodcast at gmail.com or send me a voicemail at 1-206-309-4729. Also, be sure and rate and review the show on iTunes. That'll really help me out and I'll appreciate it immensely. So guys, this episode, Chuck vs. the Sensei, is a Casey-centric episode. It was written by Ann Kofel Saunders. Now, if that name sounds familiar, it's because she also wrote Chuck vs. the Alma Mater, and she was a producer on Chuck from Season 1 up to mid-Season 2, and from there she went on to Smallville, Revolution, and now I believe she's a producer on The Last Ship, which also stars Adam Baldwin, so that's pretty cool. This episode was directed by Jonas Pate. This guy is a veteran of many television shows. He's a producer, director. Most currently, he's working on the show Blood and Oil, Aquarius. He worked on Deception, Caprica, Battlestar Galactica. And this is the only episode of Chuck he directed. So thank you, Jonas. This episode also guest stars many cool people. First of all, Carl Lumley as the sensei, is a veteran of many great TV shows. The first one that pops into my mind is Agent Dixon from the television show Alias. Now, Alias, if you watched it, you know that it's a cool espionage show starring Jennifer Garner, created by J.J. Abrams. I recommend it. I think it's on Netflix. I also remember way back in the early 90s, Carl Lumley starred as Mantis, this Fox TV show co-created by Sam Raimi and Sam Hamm about a new superhero. It's a pretty cheesy show, but I really liked it. And it's cool seeing him on Chuck. Also, we have some other really cool guest stars, such as Awesome's parents that we will be meeting later, and I will talk about them when they show up. Okay, as I said before, this is a Casey-centric episode. 
And it begins in the past, much like many other Season 2 episodes of Chuck. This begins with a flashback in a top-secret location in 1994. I yield, Sensei. You are unfocused. Again. So we see it's John Casey. He's got longer hair and he's got a hilarious goatee. And Carl Lumley is a sensei. I yield. Too slow. Again. Your center is filled with conflict, John. Until you find your calm center, you will never beat me. So we see John repeatedly getting his butt kicked by a sensei. Until he has a calm center, he will never beat him. Very interesting. Now let's cut to present day at the Bymore. And (laughs) we have Emmett Milbarge testing Casey's calm by telling him what he needs to do to improve his customer service. <laughs> you can't beat a winning smile, John. Not in retail sales. You need to show your customers those pearly whites. Well, soon to be pearly whites, you need to bleach them. Just show them you got a pulse, Casey. Give them a hey, how you doing? Or a put them there, partner. Or you bet! And you walk on back to the back, and look at all the big bucks. You bet. Thanks for the tips, Emmett. Uh, yeah, I think John is about to explode. So let's cut to Morgan and Chuck. And Morgan can't help but notice, but John Casey is a pretty scary guy. Yep, John Casey scares me. Well, that's what happens when you bottle up your feelings like that. You wake up one day and you're a seething mass of pain. Hey, what's going on with you and Joe? Ah, yeah. My, my pain. Let's talk about that. Where is she? Big house. Bought a big house. Bought a real big house up the river. <laughs> Very subtle, Chuck. Oh, that sounds really pretty. You guys are uh, done, done. Yeah, I mean, I just figured out hanging out with Joe's more about closing the door than opening one. I get it. I get it. Listen, the old flame can burn, right? But I bet you it made you even more sure who the right girl is for you. Oh, speak of Smoking hot angel. So Chuck has a phone call from Sarah and she needs him to meet her down in Castle. Hey, Sarah. Chuck, does the Global Launch Agency mean anything to you? Yeah, the GLA? Sure. They've sent probes to every planet except Pluto. Although Pluto's not officially a planet anymore, which really bums me out. That's true. Space camp is where all the cool kids go. GLA also conducts top-secret research for the NSA. Most of our surveillance and weapons tracking technology is developed there. We picked up intel that someone might try to penetrate one of the lab's secure facilities. I want you and the Intersect to surveil the facility. See if there's anyone inside who you flash on. Another mission already? Is there a problem, Mr. Bartowski? No, no, no. I was just, you know, I was kind of hoping for some downtime. Uh, we'll take it from here, ma'am. Need a little break, Bartowski? Yeah, that'd be nice. 
I mean, finding out Jill was Fulcrum was a bit of a shock to the system, you know? I guess I wouldn't mind some time to sort out my feelings. Sure thing, Chuck. I'll just call all the criminals and rogues, spies, and let them know to hold on a sec, because Chuck Bartowski needs some time to sort out his lady feelings. Ease up, Casey. <laughs> Casey's a jerk, but he's funny while doing it. Look, Chuck, we know how hard this has been for you, but maybe a new mission is exactly what you need right now. Yeah, action adventure. That'll take your mind off things. Come on, Chuck. Now let's cut to the Global Launch Agency. Great new mission in the surveillance van. Very exciting. You're on an open mic, Chuck. Am I? That's that's good to know. Thanks for telling me that. Uh, I have all the entrances and exits covered. It looks pretty quiet. You're not seeing anything? Nothing. No flashes, nothing. I'm all clear here. All clear. Security's tight. Um, are you sure about that, Casey? Because I see a white ninja coming down a rope in the background. And we hear the song, The New Song, by Data Rock. The ninja tackles Casey, grabs the device, and makes a run for it. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. It's just going to take a second. Do it! Do it! Almost got it, almost got it, almost there. Now Chuck, close it! Lock it down! You know, I don't know one person who responds positively to being yelled at. He's getting away, Chuck! Casey's chasing the ninja guy with the device, and he just needs Chuck to seal the door. Luckily, Chuck does it just in time. No, actually, it's not in time. It's like a moment too late. Door closed. Got it. There. See? Ha ha ha! Idiot! You said you know how to work that system! Oh! Hang in! That's okay, Casey. Maybe Sarah will have better luck with a ninja. Come on, Chuck! Almost got it, almost got it. Got it! No problem! Ye of little face. I like this moment where Sarah looks at another lab technician through a window and he points up. And as she turns around, the ninja pops down on her and kicks her into a table. I hope she's okay. Aha, so Casey just tackled the ninja guy, and we'll finally find out who this guy is. Whoa, Casey just pulled out a buy more pen and stabbed the dude with it. Awesome. Whoa, Casey ripped off the dude's mask and it's a sensei from the beginning of the episode. I love how Carl Lumley smiles back at Casey. It's fantastic. And then as he gets away... Chuck looks at him as he passes by, and he flashes on him. Oh no! (laughs) The best part of Chuck's flash is Casey's hair and goatee. I love it. 
Now cut to Casey, and he's having a really bad day. Hey, did you get a good look at him? Didn't have to. I know him. What? Guys, hey, I just flashed on that dude, and it is crazy. It's actually kind of a small world funny story. Save it. His name's Ty Bennett. He was my sensei. Taught me everything I know. You okay? Hmm. Getting better now. Uh, yeah, so the sensei just noticed he has a buy more pin sticking out of him. And now he knows just where to find Casey. <laughs> oh, sorry. So let's cut to the Bartowski household. It's morning. Chuck has slept in. And Ellie really needs something from Chuck. And she seems a little frantic. Chuck! Chuck! You gotta help me. It's an emergency. Chuck! What? 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 Ellie! 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 Are you okay? No, no. Devin's parents decided to take the red eye in from Connecticut to surprise us. You scared the heck out of me. I thought this was life or death. It is! These are two perfect parents that raised three perfect boys in a perfect house, and this place is a pigsty. Don't worry. We have time to clean up. If they flew all night, they're going to want to sleep all morning. Are you kidding me? The awesome apple doesn't fall far from the awesome tree. I'm just, I'm just going to... I'll be right there. And as Chuck enters the room, he is now fully dressed and ready to go about his day. Although, probably didn't get enough sleep. And we get to meet Awesome's parents! Great way to start the morning, honey. Awesome! There's the man! Wow, welcome! Hi, you guys are very muscular and awake. Chuck, this is Devin's mom and dad. Doctors Woodcomb, so nice to finally meet you. Oh, no handshakes in this family. You just call me Honey. Ah, yes, Honey Woodcomb just happens to be played by Morgan Fairchild. Of course, I know her from Falcon Crest from back in the 80s. Also, you might remember her as Nora Bing from Friends, but we all know her now as Honey Woodcomb. And Josh Schwartz, co-creator of Chuck's mother's name is Honey. Aha! Okay, honey. I'm Woody. Hey, <laughs> Woody? Yeah. yeah, my father always said a terrible nickname builds character. Of course, uh, Devin wasn't into nicknames. Okay, uh, does he know that his nickname is awesome? I guess not. But l- don't let me get too ahead of myself here, because Woody Woodcomb is played by the awesome Bruce Boxleitner, who we all know is Tron. Come on! Chuck has his poster in his bedroom. I wish he would just go show him. Like, hey, Woody, i got to show you something. Tron, and he's like, oh, 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 not now, Chuck. <laughs> How awesome is that? I just can't wait to start planning your dream wedding. <laughs> wow, it looks like you already have. <laughs> oh, and Chuck, the caterer is bringing over a sample menu tonight for Devin and Ellie to decide what they like. We hope you and your girlfriend can join us. Yes, of course, of course. Sarah loves food. That she does. So, yeah, we'll be there. Good, good. So nice of you guys to help us plan the wedding, right, Al? Oh, absolutely. Your mom's already been busy with all these lists of guests, locations, color palettes. She's been so excited ever since Devin asked you to marry him. I can't tell you how happy we are to welcome you into our family. (laughs) And now... You're stuck with us too, Chuck. <laughs> Very strong and have this. Thank you, Dr. Woodcomb. Oh, uh, Woody. Okay. Hey, Dad, let's go do our apps. Ooh, uh, yeah. You guys do apps. I, I'm just going to go kill myself. Poor Ellie. <laughs> I love that comment. I'm just going to go kill myself. Now, let's cut to Castle where Beckman is briefing the team on Casey's sensei. Ty Bennett. 
Karate master, kung fu expert, master strategist, a former instructor at our training facility, and today, one of our most wanted rogue agents. Dude, your sensei is a badass. Not my sensei. He's a traitor. Wow. I've heard of Bennett, but I've never met anyone who actually trained with him. I can't talk about it. It's classified. We're opening Bennett's file for this assignment. Any personal knowledge you have could be vital to the success of this mission. Come on, Casey. Share with us. In hell. General, if I may, why wasn't I told that Bennett went rogue? Ty Bennett has been recruiting his former students. And he's actually turning agents. With the team he's assembled, Bennett has been extremely effective at stealing weapons and reselling them on the global black market. What did he steal from the GLA? An advanced inertial guidance system. Well, that's not a weapon. Well, it sure looks like one when it's putting a missile, moron. You know when you call me moron? That hurts me on the inside. Bennett got away because you couldn't open a door. You're lucky your feelings aren't the only thing that got hurt. Technically, I only have to sit in the van and flash. <laughs> that stare that Casey and Chuck give each other, they're just not getting along too well right now. Hey. Guys. Gentlemen. We have intel pinpointing the location where Bennett plans to transfer the GLA technology to his buyer. It's a construction site in Simi Valley. I want you to stop the deal and recover the guidance system. We're on it. Yeah, I wonder if it's safe for Chuck to go on this mission. Too many unforeseeable variables. In situations like this, he has proven himself a liability. I think you're right, Casey. Chuck, you will be sitting this one out. Wait, wait a minute. You, you, might, you might need me to flash on something. Well, this country's gotten by for 200 years without an intersect. I'm sure we'll be just fine. What, did I hurt your feelings? Wow, Casey is being something else, man. Now, let's cut to the buy more, and it's time for another meeting with Emmett Milbarge. I tried to spare your feelings, but the gloves are coming off, people. I've decided to reinstitute a time-honored buy more tradition. Commando Wednesdays. That tradition never stopped. From this day on, this branch will hold, wait for it, an employee of the month contest. <laughs> Isn't that exciting? I can barely contain myself, sir. I assume you're all aware of our customer comment cards. Each month we will tally your score and select a winner. He or she or another will not only get an 8 by 10 glossy photo right beside Moses Finkelstein, the CEO and founder of Bymore. Moses Finkelstein? Awesome! But there will be a bonus prize. <laughs> May the best employee win. Well, everyone seems really pumped up and enthused about this um and morgan's wondering how chuck is feeling about the whole thing <laughs> huh. okay so how are we feeling about this whole employee of the month thing uh, um you know what whatever morgan i don't i don't really care we don't care roger that well here's sarah and chuck's wondering what is she doing there i thought they were going off on a mission and leaving him behind hey hey I thought you guys had already begun. Admit it, you need me, don't you? I came to make sure you're okay. Well, isn't that what all the surveillance cameras are for? Listen, I don't agree with Casey that you would be a liability on this mission. He was out of line. Don't worry, I get it. He thinks I let my feelings for Jill get in the way of the mission. But he's wrong. I would never do that. Again. Listen, Chuck, this isn't about you. It's Casey. 
Casey trained with Bennett for a long time, and when you have a mentor like that, a real trust develops between you, and Casey feels betrayed. I know it's hard, but maybe you could cut him some slack. Yeah. I guess I know how that feels. Yeah, way to go, Chuck. He's an understanding guy. Sure, uh, Casey's not good at expressing his feelings, but uh, the guy's hurting right now. Now let's cut to the break room, and Morgan, he's ready to share with the troops that, hey, we don't care. All right, just to be absolutely clear, our position on Employee of the Month is that we don't care. Are you guys with me? Yep, not caring, not a rat's ass. Not a fat and or hairy one. Wait. Why don't we care again? Because Employee of the Month is a scam, and working hard is for suckers. Think about it. So you work hard, sales go up. Sales go up, shareholders get rich. Shareholders get rich, and we get what exactly? You said something about a prize. Your face on a wall next to Moses Finkelstein? No, thank you. No, you know what? Keep your stupid stooge prize. So we get nothing? Emmett's going to get all the credit. He may even get a promotion. And then guess what? One day, he's going to be the boss. So then what? Then what, then it turns the, the bymore into a nightmare of pain and suffering? There is a solution. Tell it, tell it. We have our own contest. A side bet. We see who can get the lowest score on their comment cards. So we beat Emmett at his own game. Pure genius. From now on, customers can go service themselves. In the retail sense, Jeffrey, don't get any ideas. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good you express that luster. Now let's cut to Casey's apartment. And he's preparing for the mission to take his sensei down. <laughs> I like he takes a moment. He's about to spritz his bonsai tree, but instead he pushes it over. Because you know what? I get the feeling that it was his sensei that taught him all about bonsai trees and harnessing your calm and all that stuff. A quick salute to Reagan, and he's out of there. Better will never show. Why? He's too smart for this. Get a read on the plates. Look, Casey, just call Chuck. Maybe he'll flash on it and we'll know who we're dealing with. I think I'll take my chances without him. All right. Fine. Hello? Hey, we just sent you an image of a van. Take a look at the plate, see if you flash on it. Yeah, 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 of course, absolutely. Whatever I can do to help. You know, I don't have it yet. It's probably a high-resolution photo. And my 3G connection gets interference in here sometimes. Spare me the nerd herd crap and get on. There's intel. We need it now. Hey, I thought you said the U.S. government got by just fine for 200 years without the intercept. Listen, you insignificant little puke. Holy crap. Did Chuck just hang up on Casey? Oh, and by the way, it's pretty cool. Behind Chuck on the video wall is some ninja movie. <laughs> You're on a mission, maybe surrounded by Bennett's men. Pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. Did you hang up on me? No, that's crazy talk. I would never do that. I, it's, it's a bad connection that I had with the... Hold on, let me just look at the picture real quick. I, I got nothing. Sorry, no flash. Thanks for wasting my time. Hello? Hey, 
Okay, that's the buyer. We're out of time. It's like we do this the old-fashioned way. Go on. Get out of the car! Out of the car! Hey, just take the car, man. I won't call the cops. Hands up the car. Put him on the car! Who the hell are you? I'm a driver. I'm here to pick up a passenger and give him that. Bennett. Run! If it's beeping, it's obviously a bomb. Get out of there. Go! Go! Nice explosion. Now let's cut back to the buy more and Chuck is there all by his lonesome with none of the excitement in his life and uh, he's got a little visitor. Excuse me. Can you tell me where I can find John Casey? I have something that belongs to him. That's right, Chuck. Casey Sensei has tracked him down to the buy more. Now it's up to you to not look suspicious. Uh, John Casey, you say? John Casey? You know, I'm going to go to the back and, 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 and check on that for you. So, just do that. Quick. Pick up your phone, John. Pick up your phone, Casey. This is Casey. <laughs> How funny is this? I don't know, that cracks me up. Casey goes, this is Casey. <sighs> On his voicemail. <laughs> That's hilarious. Code red. Code red. Redder than red. It is the reddest. It is the reddest of all hues. We are at DEFCON 1 or 5 or whichever means hurry. Right now, Bennett is at the buy more. Oh, no. Chuck turns around and Bennett is gone. And we see Bennett is approaching Morgan who is being a little casual. He's drinking his grape soda, reading a comic book, and he doesn't care one iota about customer service. I'm looking for John Casey. Can you tell me where to find him? What do I look like? An information desk? Excuse me? Yes, fine. You're excused. Oh, and don't forget to fill out a customer comic card on your way out. Holy crap, he just crushed his grape soda can into nothing. A wise man always treats a stranger with respect, for he could be gazing on the face of an enemy. Hi, sorry, sorry, I just checked into it, sir. And and John Casey is unfortunately not working today, and I don't know when he's going to be back in, but you could try back next week, uh, maybe, maybe Tuesday-ish. Thank you. You're welcome. That guy was awesome. Dude, did you see what he did to this can? He did this with his bare hands. It went crash like that. Could you imagine what he could do to a guy's face? Yeah, Morgan, I think we could. Now let's cut to Casey's Crown Vic, and him and Sarah look pretty bummed out, but it looks like Chuck finally got through to him. Not feeling very chatty right now. Hold on, Casey, don't hang up. I'm looking right at your sensei. Then it's the buy more? What? How was that possible? Was. Was at the buy more. Now he's in the large mart parking garage. I'm tailing him. No, stop, imbecile. You're no match for him. Don't be an idiot. Look, you're only reacting like this because your own feelings were hurt, okay? Please don't lash out at me. Where'd he go? Oh, God. Whoa, and Casey's right. 
Bennett has found Chuck. <laughs> Chuck. Chuck. Bennett's got him. He's probably dead by now. Shut up and try. I'm a little tall for something like this. Is there another seating option? Perhaps. Well, hopefully Chuck will be okay. Now let's cut into the buy more. And Elliot Awesome and his parents are there registering gifts for their wedding. And Ellie looks like she's not really digging it. Oh. You sure you're okay registering for a wedding here at the Bymore? Whatever your parents want. You think you may not need vacuum sealer, but suddenly the chief of surgery is coming over with her husband for salmon kebabs, and voila. Saturday's party turns into Sunday's picnic. Why not? Can't hurt. <laughs> Ooh, camcorder. First for the honeymoon, then the grandkids. Dad, crossing the line. Aw, oh, Woody, you dirty old man. Before you say anything, I know they're coming on strong, but they're just really excited. They know your parents aren't around. It's fine. I know that they're just trying to help. And, you know, they're they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> ah, I think they need to keep an eye on Ellie. She seems pretty suicidal right now. <laughs> Now it's time for Awesome to get some tip-top buy-more-customer service. From Lester. Hey, Lester, you seen Chuck? Maybe. So, is he around? No, could be. Can you find him for me? Yeah, sure, I could, but uh, wouldn't it be more fulfilling for you if you did it yourself? I'm so sorry, it's a stupid store contest. I can help you, but do me a solid and do not mention it on this card. Yes? Thank you, buddy. Awesome looks more puzzled than annoyed. Now cut to the car trunk that Chuck is resigning in, and he doesn't know what's going on. Signal from the watch is getting stronger. Chuck's close. Whoa, and just like that, Casey runs right into Bennett in the parking garage. It's time for a game of chicken. Casey, what are you doing? That could take the head. Oh no, oh no. Not good, not good. Wait, I've got Chuck. It says the signal is... The signal is right in front of us. Casey, stop! Stop! Chuck's in the car! You're gonna kill Chuck! Fast. Fast driving very, very fast. Casey! It's actually more spacious in here than you might think. Well, luckily Chuck's okay, but Casey gives chase after Bennett. Hey. And John, it's good to see you. Put your hands on your head. You survived my trap. Very good. Get on your knees. I followed your career, John. You survived torture at the hands of Bath separatists. You did two years undercover in Afghanistan. Could you have done any of that without me? No. Of course not. My training saved you. I came here to ask you something. Be my student again. Take your training to the next level. 
That's it. That's all you got? That's how you're turning the others? Save your breath. I'm no traitor. Obviously, I made a mistake. You aren't good enough for my team. And just like that, he's out of there. Now, let's cut back to Castle. So Bennett got away. Again. If you don't mind me asking, where was the intersect during all of this? Well, technically, I was in Bennett's trunk, so I didn't, I didn't see anything that happened, but it sounded very exciting. Wait. So, Major, while you were playing your game of chicken, Chuck was in Bennett's trunk? As soon as we ascertained the intersect's location, Major Casey disengaged. Sounds like Bennett has decided to make this personal, Casey, and so have you. I'm pulling you off the case. With all due respect. This is why I didn't tell you about Bennett. I knew you would turn it into a vendetta. I am bringing in another team to clean up your mess. But I know Bennett. I I know how he operates. You're forgetting your primary objective is protecting the intersect. You will remain in Castle until the mission is completed. Consider it a cooling off period. I didn't know this was going to happen. I didn't know this was going to happen. Tell me I didn't know this was going to happen. You know, my primary objective was to protect you. I'd kill you. Yikes. <laughs> Can't believe it. Beckman was out of line pulling me off this mission. I agree with her. You're too emotionally involved. This from the agent that can't keep her chocolate out of Bartoski's peanut butter. Whatever my feelings may be for Chuck, I never knowingly endangered the asset. You let your anger toward Bennett cloud your judgment. So you finally admit that you do have feelings for the nerd. No, all I will admit to is having feelings. 20 years in the business has taught me one sure thing. People, people let you down in the end. Well, it's nice to know where we stand. Uh, yeah, I think you should just get out of there, Sarah. Now, as Sarah goes upstairs, Chuck is there waiting for her, and he's kind of upset about this whole Casey thing. Did you talk to Casey? Is he mad? I feel horrible. Casey is always mad. That's his baseline. (laughs) That's pretty funny, Sarah. That's true. (laughs) I never should have said all that stuff in front of the general. No, your assessment was accurate. I mean, the facts are the facts. True, but the guy's going through a lot. If I were really a friend, I would look past what he's saying and remember how he's feeling. I mean, I should know better than anybody what he's going through right now. Chuck, you're so sweet. But, you know, an apology is not going to work because Casey is combat ready at all times, which means his feelings are liabilities. Well, aren't you supposed to be combat ready at all times? Touche, Chuck. <laughs> Meet you at your sister's wedding tasting after your final shift. And please don't go downstairs. Leave Casey alone. Ah, uh, yeah, I would take that advice, Chuck, if I were you. Now let's cut to the buy more, and Emmett wants to talk to the fellows about their comment cards. If it isn't Tweedledee, Tweedledum, and Tweedledumber. Congratulations goes out to you. What, do we win a prize or something? Uh, Well, of all the incompetent employees in this Blackwater branch, you three have distinguished yourselves with the lowest customer evaluation scores in recorded history. Really? But how low exactly? Like, are we talking like truly abysmal? Combine your highest score is a one. Dare to dream, baby. (laughs) Right. 
Well, since none of you seem to be taking this employee of the month contest very seriously, I must abandon the carrot and use my stick. You sure that's legal? <laughs> what does that even mean, Jeff? <laughs> From now on, the employee with the lowest scores will close up every Saturday night for an entire month. All right, stop. You can't do this to us, okay? I'm sorry, I can't. Saturdays are sacred. I can't work on Shabbos. Yeah. It's date night. Laundry night. It's two for one night. <laughs> okay, that's believable. You're wasting time. You have one night to raise your scores. You better get cracking. I think he means it, guys. This is my employee discount card. It's good for 20% off anything in the store. Go nuts. Just put in a good word for me on your way out. No, mine. Why would I mind? Just let me get this puppy loaded up for you, and then I'll come right back to your subwoofer. That's the spirit, Lester and Morgan. Now let's see how Jeff's doing at this customer service stuff. Four stars? I just kissed your ass for four lousy stars! What do you people want from me? Just spit in my face next time! Hey, Jeff. How's it going, man? You alright? I think I'm getting the hang of this customer service thing. <laughs> I love it. Now let's cut down to Castle, and it looks like Casey is trying to leave, but he's locked in. Yeah. <laughs> well, that settles it, Casey. You're not going anywhere. Unless... Casey, hey. Hey, how you doing? Get down here. Um, look, I'm, I'm glad you called because I was actually going to call you to say sorry, but... Care if it's your time of the month, Bartowski, get down here, please. I don't, I don't think I can. Sarah said not to. Listen, buddy. I started training under Ty Bennett when I was 23 years old. I was an idiot back then. Hmm? I wasn't good enough to qualify for his program, but he took me on anyway, you know, so... Taught me everything I know. Self-discipline. Duty. I don't know what to think here, pal. I'm feeling kind of exposed. I feel like my whole foundation been undermined here. I, you know, he was like, uh. I can't talk about this over the phone. This is so obvious that Casey is manipulating Chuck. Surely Chuck can see this. He's not going to fall for that, Casey. No, no, I'm glad you're finally opening up to me. Be right there. Don't! Thanks, buddy. Hey, 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 buddy. Hey, sorry, I got here as fast as I could. And, and I wanted to tell you seriously what I was saying on the phone earlier. I, I am sorry. I mean, I know this is your sensei from the past. It's very personal. Yeah. What, what, hey, hey, what, let's go. What are you doing? Yes. What? Oh, oh, gentle. Now intersect. Flash. This is the surveillance footage from the crash. Casey, it doesn't work like that, okay? I can't just flash on... But Chuck sees a symbol on a folder in Bennett's car, and he flashes on it. Nineteen Mulholland Drive. It's a martial arts dojo, but also a cover for Bennett's illegal activity. Good work, Intersect. You know, I think 
think you should reconsider this whole cooling off period. I think General Beckman was on to something when she said you should stay down. Come on, I need that eyeball. Whoa. This is totally uncharacteristic. I've never seen you disobey an order. What are you nuts or crazy? You're out of your mind? Okay, that's it. I'm calling Sarah. You know what, Chuck? I think I might owe you an apology now. Surely Chuck is not gonna fall for this. Well, that's very nice of you, huh? What's it for? The lying, the name calling, the emotional manipulation? Nope. For this. Oh! Casey is handcuffed Chuck to the orange orange counter. Way to go, Chuck. Wait, hey, no, no, Casey, no, 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 wait, 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 you don't understand. I have dinner with Allie tonight. We're tasting food for her wedding. I can't miss it. You know, when I was Bennett's student, I struggled with my calm. He said I held too much anger. That made me weak. Sometimes when I see your face, Bartowski, my calm center just wants to... (sighs) (laughs) I love Chuck's face as he's staring at him. So funny. Can you tell anyone where I'm going? And this is yours. What? Hey! So now it's up to Chuck to somehow get his phone that's across the room on the table and call for help. But how's he going to do it? I love when Chuck tries to use the force, but it's just not working today. Now let's cut to the Bartowski house. And there's Ellie and Awesome eating with Honey and Woody. And here's Sarah. And they're doing a tasting. But Chuck is nowhere to be found. So you're sure it's all right to start without Chuck? Yeah, he has a tendency to run late. (laughs) It's like the kid's in his own world half the time. Must drive you crazy, sir. Oh, uh, I'm pretty used to it, actually. And Chuck always has a good excuse. So, we are all in agreement, then? Yes to the trout, no to the beef au jus. And what was your favorite cake, Ellie? Mm. Oh, it doesn't matter. Let's agree on the red velvet. Big fan, and I love sorbet between courses. Great idea, Woody. So, are you going to wear your hair up? Wait a second. I just had a brilliant idea. White ties. Woody looks so handsome in a white tie. That's not too formal, is it? I don't know. I I know you're not in contact with your dad, so I would be honored, really, to to walk you down the aisle on your wedding day. (laughs) You know what, guys? Maybe we should just table the wedding talk. All of a sudden, Ellie's looking more like Casey now. She's trying to harness her calm, but I don't think it's working. Oh, no, I, uh, I have something I'd like to say, actually. Um, I said yes to the big wedding, and I said yes to the burgundy organza bridesmaids dresses, and I just can't say yes anymore. And I'm sorry, I know that you were trying to help, but the answer is no. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Babe, sorry. Sweetie, sweetheart. Well, that was awkward. And poor Sarah, she's still there with Woody and Honey. (laughs) Oh, Sarah. Uh, So you're in the yogurt game? Yeah. Yeah, yogurt. Uh, Yeah, yogurt. And uh, speaking of yogurt, back at the Orange Orange, Chuck has fashioned himself a rope with gummy worms and spoons. Let's see how that works out for him. Oh, oh. Aha, he did it. Now he needs to make an important phone call. Woody, 
I think we should go for a walk and give the kids some time to themselves. Oh, it's Ellie's phone. Oh, it's Chuck. Should I answer it? Oh, I'll take it. Thank oh. you. Hey, Chuck, where are you? Sarah, Sarah, thank God. Listen, um, Casey threatened my life, so technically I can't tell you. What? Well, you could guess, though. Yeah, you could guess. Chuck, I don't have time for games. Just guess! I'll tell you if you're hot or cold. And FYI, this place is very cold. It's, it's, it's practically frozen. You're at Orange Orange. Bingo! Yes, you're amazing! Let me guess. You went down into the castle and Casey used you to get out, and then he locked you in the Orange Orange, and now he's going after Bennett. Wow, that's very impressive. How did you... Okay, where did he go? You didn't hear this from me. 1919 Mulholland Drive. Can you get out? No, no, not until you get down here and get the key to get me out of these handcuffs. Good. Stay there. What? No, 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 wait, 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 Sarah, no, no, wait! Sorry, Chuck, it looks like you're stuck in the orange-orange for the night. Now, let's cut to Bennett's secret dojo, and Casey has arrived. And just like that, Casey knocks out a guard and he's in there. Now let's cut back to the orange orange and Chuck is kind of just chilling, eating a bowl of uh, toppings for yogurt desserts. <laughs> when he notices the compressor underneath the counter and Chuck comes up with an idea. So Chuck uses the coolant, he smashes the chain to the handcuffs, and he's free. Those seven years of MacGyver finally paid off. <laughs> yeah, they did. Now cut back to the dojo, and Casey's got his gun, and he's ready to go in there and kick some butt. But not before Sarah jumps on his back and holds a knife to his throat. Oh, dear. <laughs> Here. You want to stop me, you're going to have to kill me. Well, I'm your partner, and I'm not letting you go in a while. Okay. All right, so it looks like uh, Casey and Sarah are a team again, and Chuck has arrived, too. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work in a karate dojo, Chuck. So, Casey and Sarah, they're right at the heart of the dojo, and they enter. Let's do it. I was waiting in the car. I swear... Hello, John. And friends. This is unfortunate. No matter where you run, where you hide, I'm gonna be there, waiting. Casey Terrible. Always so proud, so righteous, John. But I have business to attend to. I can't have you interfering. Thought you were a man of honor. I'm not good enough to make your team. Surely you couldn't defeat me without the gun. With honor. You're right. My students. 
This is a special lesson. How to kill a man with honor. It will happen very quickly. I have the tiger, buddy. Shut up, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, not now, Chuck. Come on. Sorry. Casey's not doing too well. He already has a bloody nose. We're in trouble, aren't we? Just use the snake on him. Get around him. Come on, Casey. Ugh. You lost your calm, John. Your center is filled with conflict. That's it. Show my students something, John. Casey! Casey! Wait, but what's this? Chuck has an idea. Casey, you gotta get up. You gotta get up. Run for it, Chuck. Yo. It's too bad, really. I was hoping my men would see better skills from a former student of mine. Look, look, I get how you're feeling, man. I totally get how you're feeling. You're, you're feeling betrayed by someone that you really care about. Damaging my calm, Chuck. You spend so much of your life pushing people away, lashing out with hurtful words and, 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 and punches. But I know why you do it. You do it because you're scared. What? Scared. Scared to be known. Scared that if we see who you really are, we'd actually care about you. You shut up. Yeah, shut up, Chuck. You're making him mad. <laughs> Underneath that extremely terrifying exterior lies a man who deeply, deeply feels. You you care. You care about us. You care about me. Admit it. You feel all warm and mushy about me. Go ahead. Say it. You love me, John Casey. I'm going to kill you. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. No, not me. Oh, now I get what Chuck's trying to do. And we hear the song Shake Your Blood by Probot. Nice work, Sensei. Yeah, well, the thing is, Casey doesn't really have a calm center, it's more of an angry center. You got that right, Chuck, because he's kicking Bennett's butt. There he is. There's your sensei. Take a good look at him. Who's next? And with that, the cavalry arrives. And they're lucky, too, because there were a lot of bad guys there. What? It's not my fault. She guessed. And with that, I picture Chuck and Beckman on the line and him not telling her and making her guess everything. That scene would have been hilarious. 
Now let's cut back to the buy more and we have the results of the Employee of the Month contest. And now it's time to announce this month's Employee of the Month. And for what it's worth, you all tried your best. The employee with the highest level of customer service is... Skip Johnson! <laughs> all right, Skip! You know, the guy with the big hair who's like in every episode never says anything. It's not my fault. I tried to be a jerk. <laughs> I love that. It's not my fault. I tried to be a jerk. Ah, uh, good-natured Skip. Oh, congratulations. Clearly, there is no prize that I could give you that would compare to the satisfaction of having your name and photo immortalized on a buy more plaque. What did I tell you? So lame. <laughs> However, please accept this one time only bonus gift. Whoa! A 65-inch flat-screen TV. Dude, that's awesome! You said the prize would be a dud. Well, let's cut to the courtyard, and I'm hoping Chuck doesn't expect a thank you from Casey anytime soon. Well, thanks for saving my life today, Chuck. Anytime, Casey, yeah. You know what? You're my friend. Yeah, you know what? You're my friend, too. Well, that's really kind of you, Casey. Have a good night. Thank you. Whoa, what's that? Are my ears working? And with that, we hear the song, Don't Worry, by Love is Laughter. You said something, didn't you? You said something. You said something. I heard that. I heard that. Hey, sorry I missed tonight. I got stuck at work. It's okay. Sarah told me. Um... Where are Awesome's parents? Hmm. He is, um, he's taking them to the airport. I really am sorry about missing the dinner, Elle. I mean, I know it's it's important for you to let your future in-laws meet your family. And... You know, I, um, I've never been one of those girls that dreamed about what their wedding day would be like. What I would wear, or even the person that I would marry. It was all kind of, um, kind of hazy. Except, except one thing was clear, that Dad would walk me down the aisle. Really? I know it's not going to happen. It's just, it's just really hard to let go of that. Don't you worry, Oh, Ellie. Poor thing. Chuck goes to his room and he starts pouring through old things. He finds an old card with a phone number from his dad and he's going to try to reach him. It was worth a try, but Chuck goes to Ellie, and he's on a mission now. What is it? This guy's going to walk you down the aisle. You can't say that, Chuck. 
I mean, I know that you want that for me, but we haven't heard from him in a really long time. Yeah, well, I'm going to find him. I'm a smart guy. I can do that. And when he hears about the wedding, he'll be here for you. Come on, you really think he's going to make it? I guarantee it. Well, guys, that's it. That was the episode, Chuck versus the Sensei. And I thought it was a really fun episode. I love these Casey-centric stories. I love how Chuck and Casey interact with each other. Deep down, you know that Casey, he really does love Chuck. Or at least, he's growing to love him. (laughs) Yeah, he wants to wring his neck, but come on, he's not going to. But I also love how it's planting the seed for a storyline at a later date of Chuck looking for his dad. Fantastic. Great stuff at the Buy More. I love Jeff blowing up at the customer. I love the scenes between Chuck and Sarah. My favorite scene probably is Casey tricking Chuck into going down into Castle by pretending to share his feelings with him. Because... There's a lot of truth there in what Casey's saying. He's basically saying how he really feels, but he's using it to manipulate Chuck. Really funny stuff. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you would, visit chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. There you can find all of the previous episodes of the Chuck Series Companion. Also, you can find all my blog write-ups. And also, you can send me some feedback. Email me at nimpodcast at gmail.com or send me a voicemail at 1206-309-4729. Also, rate and review the show on iTunes. I'd appreciate it a lot. Well, guys, what are you waiting for? Get out there and watch more Chuck Canal. See you next time.